What is up, everybody? Today we are talking about black women getting coins up in Hollywood and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives, The Trend. And you still... Yeah. I did, right? You still got trained. I don't know you with the pick and roll. Younger flame, he in sickle mode. Oh, oh, it changes all the You know, it changes, Court. Come oh, on, you got to Oh, oh, oh. With all the ice on in the booth. At the gate outside, when they pull up, they get me loose. Yeah, jump out, boy. Why they pull up and get you loose, though? See, don't go analyzing but the lyrics. But that's why I have to listen, because they lyrics be all kind of trash these days. And I'm like, what? Oh, honey, okay. All right, I feel okay. you. I feel you. I feel okay. you. I feel you. Okay, you tried it, Travis Scott. Tr- trash is the new gold. Okay. Trash is the new gold. I like that. I like that, Tony, from the booth. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black House. Hollywood Live The Trend. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen. Joining me today is the critic of music, Courtney Stewart. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. I know. I'm still full from Thanksgiving, actually. I'm still full from Thanksgiving, and I'm finally not eating any more leftovers. They're all left in the freezer. Oh, oh. Mine are left in my stomach. They're, yeah. I, well, well, I hosted, so I had everything in my house, and I still got like a half a jerk turkey in my freezer. Not, a, not half a jerk turkey. Because we thought, stupid. We need 25 pounds worth of turkey. So we got basically two small turkeys because this home dude that we know that do the pop up at the club, he made Jamaican food. Okay. <laughs> and he was selling Ozzy's Kitchen. Ozzy's story. Ozzy's Kitchen is the bomb. Y'all should follow him on Instagram. What's his name? Ozzy? Ozzy's Kitchen Ozzy's is Kitchen. his handle on Instagram. But yeah, so he was selling jerk t- turkeys and we was like, we ain't never had no jerk turkey, but we love his jerk everything else. So let's have a jerk turkey. So Not we were like 25 pounds, but that shit is still in my freezer because it was just too much to eat. Like you can't eat that. We ha- it was too much and then you can't i mean keep it in your freezer you can keep it you can keep it in your freezer for up to three months okay i was gonna wonder okay so i will be making a jerk turkey pot pie probably like in another couple weeks wait something's bothering me so this is jerky that's turkey right no 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 it's jerk so it's like the seasoning jerk seasoning like jamaican jerk chicken usually and stuff like that it's just the seasoning that they use on a turkey so would you just call it jerky then I mean, I mean, probably not, not because yeah, jerky is like a thing. That's a different itself. thing, Tony. Come on, get with it, Tony. So. <laughs> you Latino, get with it. <laughs> I don't eat no jerk. Hey, well, you need to try it. Your peeps do. My <laughs> yeah, best I'm, friend's Mexican, right. and she was so pumped. We both literally sent each other the image when we saw on Instagram that he was selling jerk turkeys to each other at the same time. Think, and wow. we were like, oh, we both want jerk turkey because we li- like his jerk tacos. But I'll, keep, I'll keep my eye out. Keep you should. Eye out. Keep your eye out. I'm, it's, I'm now it's I'm delicious. hungry again. I'm ready for some. Yeah. Whole lot of food. Yeah. Whole lot of food. Well, if you you know if the three months start to expire, you need to you get know, rid of some jerk turkey. I'm, I'm at home. You it's can bring all for it, you. You can bring it over here. Okay. We'll okay. eat it on. We'll eat it on the show. <laughs> Be Just real be black. Up in here eating jerk turkey. Like what? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So happy post Thanksgiving. Yes. 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 So we got some great topics today. We do. We have some awesome topics. And one of our first topics is not even really a topic. I'm just going to call this Sisters Securing the Bag. Because, y'all, this week, I mean, it was like, you know, we had Thanksgiving. Everybody was eating. Everybody was feeling good. And then all of a sudden, all these ladies just said, you know what? We about to go get all the monies. (laughs) All, all, all the monies. And I'm going to start with Supercent. Y'all might not know who Supercent is, but you can look her up also on Instagram. She is a cosmetic, well, she's like a, she started out sort of like as a funny like blogger with makeup on Instagram and like her videos are hilarious. And she came up with this product that she called the um, crayon case and it was a box of crayons and it was like an eyeshadow palette that was literally like colors of crayons for black women 
specifically just because they were highly pigmented. And they kind of, she came up with this in like 2016 and it like took over like the um, Instagrams and everybody was like, ooh, box crayons, box crayons. You see box crayons everywhere. At one point, Crayola, shady, decided to take her idea with this crayon box and do the same thing and try to sell it and not give her any credit or money for it, which was shady. But that's okay because what goes around comes around and less than two years later, she had her little Cyber Monday sale on Monday because I know some of y'all was shopping did you shop uh no not this time. i did i yeah. shopped a lot um so everybody was shopping for makeup apparently and even with her product being 60 percent off was her cyber monday deal y'all she made over a million dollars in less than an hour a million dollars in less than an hour wow at 60 percent off is she married I don't know. If she married. I don't. Th- they didn't say nothing about. I don't think she married. You could probably get that. Her name. Her real name is Raynell Stewart. Raynell Stewart. She lives in New Orleans, and she's big balling now. So everybody was celebrating for her that like literally this happened in less than an hour. She I mean, that's, made a million dollars. That's big so profit, I mean, right at this point, <laughs> that's everywhere. Just throwing. I love money. that you just just, just you just went with it. You just went with it. Just throwing. I love that. Checks. I love that. Checks. So congratulations to you, Super Saint. Y'all should check out her videos. Follow her on Instagram. And if you need to get some makeup for your lady friends for the holidays, go check out her site because the box of crayons and then she has lots of like highlighters and all kinds of other makeup things that the ladies love. So all right, check it out. Support black owned cosmetic businesses. Absolutely. Right there. All right. In addition to Superset getting all the coins, Miss Ava DuVernay told us, guess what y'all? I done got some mo coins and I took it all from Warner Brothers. Okay. So she just announced that she inked a hundred million dollars. $100 million multi-year, multi-genre, multi-platform deal with Warner Brothers. Mm. That means she's going to get to make TV shows, documentaries. She can make movies. She can make reality shows. She could do whatever she wants. Do we know, um, I wanted to look this up, uh, The what Shonda Rhimes deal was when she with ABC? Uh, with ABC, I don't know what her ABC deal was, but I or, think that or, her. Oh, you talking even, about when she moved to Netflix? Yeah, when she. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it was like hundred million. Okay, because like I, I was trying to see, like, yeah, you know, they're like in, in that same range. Okay. And that's funny you brought that up because a lot of people were kind of surprised a little bit, like, why didn't Ava just go with Netflix because she had done her documentary Thirteenth on Netflix. And she's doing and Prince. She's doing yeah, and so they were like, ah, that was kind of strange. But the Warner Brothers deal, for those of you who don't know, she's already working with on Queen Sugar. That's on yeah. own. Warner Brothers does. Queen Sugar, and she already had sort of a relationship with them, and I believe they also did um, the movie that she, the Disney movie that she did earlier. Oh yeah, year, that um, I can't think of the name um, of right uh, now. Pun, um, uh, <laughs> a, 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 something time, time, wrinkling time, wrinkling time, wrinkling time, wrinkling time. Yes. time. So was gonna get it. She just you know decided to stick with them, and now she can you know make whatever she wants to make, and she actually can sell it to other outlets as opposed to being at Netflix where you make it for Netflix and it's just there on right. Netflix. So and, I mean, listen, Warner, you got a lot of money. Winning. Honey, yeah. you're winning either way. So can't wait to see what she comes up with because we already have a bunch of stuff coming from her. Yeah. She's just finished the Central Park Five movie. Um, she has another that we just said the Prince the documentary, Prince documentary which I'm excited out. about. So we got only more to come from Miss Ava DuVernay. So I mean, but here's out. my thing: like, how does she have so much? time? I mean, when's she able to sleep? You know what I mean? She got a staff, honey. Well, that's that's how you do these that's things. You just, she got a staff. You just get it going. A staff and lots of ideas constantly coming. Lots of so ideas. That's, I'm I mean, feeling that's that. Yeah. Congratulations to Supercent and Ava DuVernay for securing all the cash. Absolutely. All right. 
Well, we're going to move on to another interesting story, or it's, it's more of an interesting conversation that's been sort of happening over the airways in the last week or so. Um, how many of you guys know that Amazon has facial recognition software that it's been trying to sell to the government? Well, I didn't know until you brought up this story. Is that your sip of tea? That was my sip of tea. So basically, Jeff Bezos over at Amazon, who already got all the monies and is probably about to take over the world in general, and we mm-hmm. should probably be a little bit concerned about that. I agree. Um, so he has a facial recognition software that he has been... Um, initially, he was trying to sell it to the San Francisco Police Department because, I don't know if you guys remember a little while back, a woman named Nia Wilson, she was 18 years old, she was on the BART train in San Francisco, and there was a shooting that happened, and... In a move to sort of try to make the community safer, BART was trying to decide if they were going to add additional facial recognition cameras so that things like this, they'd be able to quickly find the person and that kind of thing. Um, Communities rallied together. Basically, they decided against doing the facial recognition cameras for a variety of reasons, of which I'm about to share with you guys very shortly. Um, Jeff Bezos is still like selling it apparently to government agencies, which he will not disclose to Congress. Mm who those agencies are. So we don't know who's getting this technology and fudging around with this technology still. And um, the technology, the reason it's problematic and this conversation started happening online and there's a big article in Forbes magazine about it is because it is, um, there are many, many, many studies that show that the facial recognition software only really works for white males. Mm. It is, very challenged when it comes to women and extremely challenged when it comes to people of color. Mm. Therefore, you're going to get recognized as the wrong damn person. Right. Is the end of that story. So literally they did a demonstration, I guess, with Congress and they took like 20 Congress people and took their pictures and um, put them up against like criminal pictures or whatever. They were recognized like 15 out of the 20 or something. I don't remember the exact number. You have to look it up. um, Were recognized as these criminals. But they weren't. So misidentification. So misidentification is a real deal. And if you, there's another stat that's out that one, basically 50% of us are already facially recognized in some kind of government software. Oh, Did I mean, you know that? I believe that. I mean, Suri probably recognizes us. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Like <laughs> I mean, Siri and all these Amazon Echoes and these home whatever things or whatever. So basically Big Brother is exploding and this because Amazon is so huge and obviously Jeff Bezos runs the world, people are starting to get nervous and people aren't actually fully aware that he is actually really putting this technology out hardcore to government agencies and maybe we should all think about it. I mean, it makes me nervous, you know what I mean? Uh, and sure. and We've talked about this for a while, just in reference to how much information is out there about us. I mean, when we were talking mm-hmm. about the drones a couple of years ago when, when mm-hmm. Obama was in office. And, you know, it, it is there is a, a lot of information about us that we don't even realize is out there. And there's I mean, I hate to say, it, but there's not much we can really do about it, because if they want to find the information, they can find the information. They can find the information. Yes. But the idea of facial recognition, I think, goes to another whole level. Granted, I'm one of those people that's like, oh, you're like nervous about your social security number, credit card numbers and all that. Everybody got that. 
But facial recognition is like next level going in a direction I personally do not want to go into. Um, I won't make this a long story, but if you guys go online, go to Blavity.com and check out the opinion piece about this whole thing with Amazon and all that. It's very informative. And if you don't know the history of why this whole facial recognition and surveillance is a problem, uh, the writer really breaks down how throughout history, from the people of color's perspective, this whole idea of surveillance over the communities has been extremely biased. Obviously, we know we live in a racially biased country that we seem to sometimes not want to admit. And obviously, that's going to infiltrate with yeah. this technology. So the communities that are going to be harmed are ours, not Jeff Bezos's. Yes, I agree with so, that. So check if, that out. If, if it wasn't bad enough for Black folks, exactly. And we've got and we got a new Congress that yeah. will be fully in power as of January. So like you know, just look at read some ish, and if it makes you feel a kind of ways, you know, the Congressional Black Caucus was actually on top of this and trying to um, deal with Amazon and all of that. Just make sure you know you're letting your representatives know that. You don't want your face recognized just because, you know, you walking down the street and you don't really want the government just being like, hey, what you doing and following you around everywhere. Even though to some degree that already exists, we don't need no more. Well, they already think we all look alike anyway, so. Well, that's why they all going to shoot us all up if they got us. <laughs> that's not even funny. Like. That's should, not funny because that's, uh, but yeah. hence why your story is <laughs> I mean, that's why it is appropriate, <laughs> yes. All right, we're going to, on that note, move on to our EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. <laughs> Quick shout out to Tony, though. I know. You know, your sound effect game has been on point He's these on last it, episodes. So I just got to give you a shout it. out, Tony in the booth. You're doing you, it. Tony. You're killing it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, we're going to find some new sounds, but I'm, I'm we, feeling we, where, you, we where you're going some, with we these. Want some old. You know, yeah. you're killing it. All right. So, ER Web Story Spot of the Week. This is a very, you're right. It's a very big, safe way into what you were talking about as far as misidentification. Uh, I, unfortunately, another one of our youth was killed in the last week uh, in Hoover, Alabama. Uh, what happened was basically a young man by the name of E.J. Bradford was in the mall, and there was apparently a mall shooting that took place. Uh, but for a 12-year-old and an 18-year-old were... Mm-hmm. Uh, two other teenagers. Yes, they sure. were wounded during this mall shooting. And the Hoover, a Hoover um, un, a uniformed police officer mistakenly took E.J. as the person who was the shooter and killed him. Uh, shot and killed him and apparently he had a gun legally a gun Mm -hmm. on him um, he was actually trying, what witnesses are saying, he was actually trying to run as well to get, yeah. uh, there's there's a lot of back and forth stories that are going, like, was he involved in, in any way in any of the altercation, or was he just running, you know, trying to get away? A lot of people are saying that he was just trying to get away just like everyone else and was misidentified by the police officer and was fatally shot. Mm-hmm. Now... Hoover police, uh, the reports say the Hoover police um, shot Bradford after mistakenly identifying him, as I, as I mentioned, um, and they, they made a statement about it. They said that Bradford was shot and killed after brandishing a pistol by a uniformed police officer. The police later retracted that statement, claiming that Bradford did not fire the bullets that injured the 12- and 18-year-old, um, but was seen with a firearm. Um, the shooter actually is still at large. And another statement was also made afterwards saying um, from the police saying, we stated that Mr. Bradford brandished a gun. To clarify the word brandish was used because Mr. Bradford had a gun in his hand as police officers responded to the active shooter situation between the mall patrons. Now, 
the community went ham. All right. So we, the protesters went in, you know, they were shouting about Black Lives Matter. Uh, they actually shut down the highway because there was so much chaos from the protesters at, uh, at the at the highway. Um, they demanded that the police officers uh, release the body cameras, foot, the body cam footage of the shooting. Uh, the body cam footage has been released. Um, it, it was available and has been released. It is now uh, turned over to the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency, ALEA, which is investigating this entire situation. Um, you know, this also brings more attention to already the racial tension that a lot of times that we've heard about in the South Alabama, especially as well. And, you know, this doesn't help the cause. I was listening to the radio today and they were talking about, you know, that some of the political figures there are really trying to talk, like get to the nitty gritty of the story and talk about it and have that that talk about, OK, this you're just being shot because you're black, you know, and and a lot of people believe that. If the police will shoot you before asking the question, which mm-hmm. is we've seen this and we, we've seen this a lot. So the the city, a lot of the, the political figures there who are African-American are really saying, what what can we do to solve this problem? You yeah. know, what, where where can we get to this place where this is not happening to our black youth anymore? Yeah. Because it's just constantly happening. Yeah. Um, what did you think about this? when you heard? Well, I thought this one was a very interesting story. Also, because not unlike um, I forget uh, the man that was in the car with the four-year-old and his girlfriend and he told the cop that he had his weapon on him him, and it was legal i apologize i can't remember his name off the top of my head um but it brings back up this whole idea because oftentimes the the nra side of the argument is always like these shootings are happening like if somebody was there that had their gun and the safe gun owner blah 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 then you know they could help and it would be great But then the question comes, okay, if that safe person who knows how to handle their weapon is a black person. Right. Second Amendment. The rules have changed. Because he was obviously shot. And even if he had his gun in his hand, like, on the one hand, I want to, when I first heard the story and heard he had a gun, I'm like, okay, well, maybe there's a fair mistaken situation when there's, like, a shooting, there's chaos, you see somebody, they're looking for the person with a gun. Yeah. And just, you know, they found, but then there were some reports that... A bunch of other people had taken out yeah, guns. Yeah. They happened to be white people, and the only person that got shot was the black, the black person. person yep. So then I'm like, well, damn. See, I tried. I tried to give the benefit of the doubt going yeah. into it. But if you're shooting the black person when there are other white people with the guns, you're assuming it's the black person. That's right. a problem. Yeah. So not only hence is, the racial tension. Hence the racial tension. But like, not only is it a problem, obviously, that you're shooting black people just because they're black. But now you're also infringing upon what's supposed to be this like powerful inalienable right that we are fighting so hard for and that's the second amendment that everybody deserves to have their gun and it's a really scary slash unfortunate whatever like i've had and it's funny because i've had this conversation with my friend slash ex because um, he carries a concealed weapon. He yeah. has a concealed permit. And you don't carry. want to mess with him. And I just, and when he was getting it and doing all that, like this stuff was already happening. And yeah. it just makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, because we had seen this guy get shot in the car by telling the cop that he had right. a gun on him. Yeah. And it, we debate back and forth constantly about whether that's a good idea that he should be walking around with a concealed weapon in in his mind and he's a former marine like he'd rather have it and take his chances to protect himself i get it protect himself and whoever else he's with but at the same time i'm like but it's america and they shoot a black man for less they shoot a black man for wearing a hoodie you think they're gonna shoot you because you got a gun on your hip like 
So I don't know. It's rough. I mean, and for you guys who don't know the exact uh, definition of what the Second Second Amendment represents, it protects the rights of people to keep and bear arms adopted in 1791 as part of the Bill of Rights. Yeah, and there's a whole argument about, like, what that really means. What that really means, yeah. Because the kinds of weapons that we got now is not what they had in 1791. Right, 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 right. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And, but don't get me wrong, though, I'm here for gun rights. I do believe we should be allowed to um, own guns. Yeah. I I agree with that. Uh, I I just think... It's just a really scary time right now. It really is, and it, it's it, it's just to keep hearing about the black black youth that are that are being killed by police officers, and the fact that we still continue to have these conversations, and and even just this situation where it's mistaken identity, and and it's where does it nuts. stop? Where it's does nuts. it stop? And how does it stop? It doesn't. You know? It does. I don't think it's going to stop until we actually like study why it's happening to begin with. Yeah, but we, we do we really, do we need to study that? No, we know I do. What? No, we do need to study. We need to it's study. Fear. We need to study. Fear black folks. But we need. But America, there's fear all over the world about different things, but the way that guns and violence have consumed us is a whole situation in itself, and it's very uniquely American. It does not exist in other countries. Do, do you in think other that, developed countries. Do you think that uh, the fact that it's glorified in, in we'll say, in movies and TV and, and, and music, do you think that but that has been... But our music and our movies go international. Like that, but that's why I feel like it needs to be studied. Like We need to understand why we resort to and are so comfortable with gun violence. Like It's not a thing. And yeah. can look the other way when a whole freaking elementary school of children are shot up. Yeah. Like there's something else going on. And don't get me wrong, racism in these situations obviously sure. makes that, you know, an easy answer like yeah. you don't see so whatever, but just in general gun culture in this country is uniquely American and uniquely strange. And we don't we haven't even tried to look at what happened, how it evolved, how it became what it was. If you don't know how or what the problem is, then how are you going to solve it? Well, also I think it's a it's hard to solve it in a lot of ways because even if we identify where it comes from, the fact is you can you'll always I just feel like be able to get a gun easily at you know off the streets or or illegally or you know I you know but but there's a reason that that exists. Somebody's benefiting from that. Well, we know who that is. <laughs> you do know? we? I mean, who do you think it is? I don't know. Look, I'm afraid. I I, I have guesses. Yeah, well, but the, the, like, what did they say in Boys in the Hood back in the day when he was like, um, "Black folks in the ghetto ain't got no passports. They ain't got no ships. They ain't got no factories. They're not making the guns. They're not delivering the drugs from overseas. Like somebody is handling that for us." Well, that's true, and that's so, what I'm saying. That's why I don't think it's ever going to stop because it's a lucrative business that makes a lot of money, and it, 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 it to and there's a lot of inside. Uh, dis- illegal things that are going on on the inside. So then do we feel like the collateral damage for our capitalism to continue is worth it? Because the majority of us are not benefiting from it. There's no. a small, powerful whatever that are benefiting from it. And I'm assuming they look at all of this as collateral damage, like, shit happens, but my check's still Yeah, came. we're the opposite of that, because you know? our, our youth are getting killed from it. But at the same time, like, then do, is there no power in our hands in that regard? Like, then we have no, like, we're just a part of a system that know. we are doomed to I, exist in? I mean, that's a great question that I don't know. I mean, uh, my, I want to say, yeah, we're doomed. 
<laughs> I say we're doomed like every other day. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to but be. But I can't believe that because we're all free thinking, free choiced individuals. So like we have to have some power. Granted, I'm not confused about the way power sort of works in this country, but like we got to have some. Tony, are we doomed? Damn. Yeah, Tony, what do you think? Are we doomed? Tony, Tony. Uh, you know, we'll be all right. Tony, Tony's <laughs> drunk in the booth. Tony's drunk in the booth. We're no, I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. He's just trying to give that little positive spin, uh, you know, He's like, at the uh, end of the story. We'll be fine. It's we'll okay. We'll be fine. All right. Well, We're all going to die anyway because, you know, global warming that doesn't exist. So. Fact, right. Let fine. us know what you guys think. You know, to put it on our YouTube page. Let us know. Uh, yeah, get it, like, yeah let's have a conversation. Let's, let's start solutions. it. Yeah, we what, do hear, what do you guys think? You know? What do we got to do? We can talk about it all day long. We want to hear you guys like super to generic it's like ooh, take away the guns right ooh, that's too generic background yeah. checks yeah. like but no nah, this is this shit has got to be deeper than that it's, and then how do we cure racism mm. <laughs> we all need to take a pill erase history we need to make that's what they need to be working on in the lab <laughs> you know erase history to, to just and, and the pill only you know makes this this image of, of positiveness between races relations and we all take the pill at the same we time we all take the happy pill take the happy pill that we all love each other that's right and that we're all that's the place that we came from human race right exactly alright well a happy place that I am going to go to right now which I'm really excited I about I thought this. you'd be excited oh I'm so glad you added this story I know alright so, so I know y'all most of y'all hopefully y'all saw the the original Candyman back in uh, 1992 starring my boy Tony Todd. Daryl, I still can't watch that movie. <laughs> Listen, that, you got, we gonna have, we gonna have, we gonna have like, a scare night. Me, scare me, but like, that's one that I can't like actually watch. I definitely am like doing this the whole time. Oh, we gotta watch it. We'll watch I'm, the like, Candyman. We'll have a Candyman movie night. So, uh, you know, I am not a fan of reboots of a lot of the great horror movies from the past mm-hmm. because Candyman, I, that movie scared the mess out of me. It's so scary. When I see a black man it's that's so got a hook scary. and he's taking people out, oh, I'm running. I'm out. Like, you know, like that, it just, it. but I loved it because it was the first time I had seen a black, you know, horror uh, lead character and that changed the game for me. Like, I just, Tony Todd did his thing in that. So, Jordan Peele, has now just struck a deal where he is rebooting the movie. Uh, it will be produced by uh, his Monkey Paw Productions, and he actually has a black female director, yes. Nia DaCosta. Yes, he you does. know her from Little Woods, starring Tessa Thompson. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's releasing June 12th, 2020. That's where it's slated to release right now. It is being shot in Chicago. And also, they said the film will be a spiritual sequel if you saw the first one. So, I, I it was, the first one was a already so spiritual deep. Spiritual sequel. I didn't remember when i walked out of that theater when i saw it i was like i was nervous at home that night i was i was nervous i I, like i literally pulling pictures for the story like i can't see his face when it's like all it freaks me out i never still and i still i think you had to say candy man stop i can't three times no you have to say what is it three times times in in the the mirror mirror. we ain't had no mirrors in here we're good but i I still i still to this day don't think i've ever said candy man three times i remember when i first saw it i like couldn't wash my face because then i would be oh and you pop up and then he would be in the mirror and i live alone now now i'm scared well he only killed uh blown 
white women. No, That's I'm just playing. True. No, he killed. No, he no, didn't he care. Killed he, killed, he killed everybody. I'm just he, killed playing. He, he killed everybody. He, he didn't care. If you said it, he was coming he after was you. He was coming after you. It'll be interesting, though, because there are also, uh, I noticed, like, I, you know, I look at the horror slates for the year. Mm-hmm. And there are several horror movies that are coming out that have strong black leads. Yeah. And uh, they're redoing Child's Play, and there's going to be a, a strong black lead in I didn't that. know about that. Yep, that's coming out next year. Um, I just saw Overlord, which was a great movie. Start, yeah. You know, it had a black lead on that. So, you know, we are no longer the first ones that die, die in movies. In the you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I'm excited about. Winning. We winning right now. Winning. All right. So that's all I got. That's it. That was fast. That was fast. That was good. You we know, had a, a little bit to chat. talk about this yeah, week. Yeah. We did. We're making it through the holidays. You guys should check us out next week because we only have a couple more episodes. Before uh, Christmas. Before Christmas. And we have uh, Ricky Smiley coming in next oh, week. Oh, hey. So from Dish Nation. We so we'll have Ricky. a little party with him. So that'll be fun. I love Ricky. Um, where can fans find you, Courtney? Fans, you can find me everywhere, all over the Instagrams and the Twitters at Stuart Starlet. And you can find me at Dario Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you are in the LA market, check me out this Sunday on CBS for This Is LA. Hey. I'm one of the hosts on that show as well. We good give you deal. a good look at the fun things to do in LA, from restaurants to spas to, mm-hmm. you know. For your friends, for your dogs, for your whatever. Bars, wherever it may be. Yeah, yeah. tell everybody to watch. I need the ratings. All right, so <laughs> uh, we'll see y'all next week. Um, peace out. Find. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the